Hey everybody, welcome to the GT Channel podcast again. My name is Taro Koki and I'm here with Sam Mitani and James McKeown. Did I say that right? You did. It's close enough. It's fine. <laughs> However, as long as it comes out, as long as it's not rude, I'm fine with it. That was Michioni. Macchioni. It's, yeah, Macchioni. it's my Italian grandfather. Yeah, it sounds very... Macchioni. Japanese, actually. Um, Sam, international man of mystery. You got a lot of mysteries for us this week? Let's see. Uh, we got some really cool um, um, scoop stuff from Japan, actually. There's rumor that uh, Toyota is thinking of bringing back the MR2. Oh, we're going right into the business. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like Sam right. straight to business. I mean, I heard that. I mean, Sam, you, I will say you're sitting kind of funny there. Is, it, is your back okay? Yeah, it's fine, James. Just don't drop the pencil. Let's, let's, yeah. Stay on focus here. Let's okay, focus. we try, okay. We'll try okay. to stay on so, focus. I mean, if the people ask, though, Sam, we're going to have to answer these questions because well, it's all, all about the scoops, right? He is a judo expert. Maybe he heard it in judo. Yeah, uh, I think yeah, I think just years of yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, judo ochreism. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. These things happen. So anyways, well, maybe it's, it's carrying his awards. Toyota. 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 <laughs> Toyota. Sorry, Toyota. Yes. yes. Toyota. Okay, Toyota. so Toyota right now, uh, in the pipeline, we know that they have two front end, uh, two sports cars, right? Uh, they're two front engine rear drive sport cars. One is, of course, the 86, mm -hmm. and the other is going to be the Supra that's coming up, right? Yes. Yes. Now, there are those inside Toyota that are uh, engineers, actually, who think uh, they could use a mid-engine rear-drive sports car. Uh, it sounds kind of, uh, you would think in this um, current automotive mar uh, marketplace, there might not be a room for another uh, sports car in, in actually Toyota's lineup, but uh, it seems like they're, uh, the engineers want it so bad that there's actually movement going towards this. And when you think about a mid-engine rear-drive sports car from Toyota, it's the MR2, which... Um, you know, became the MR2 uh, Spider here. They called it the MRS, the misses, you know. The, and it, was, it wasn't as, I don't I think, a pure as a car as the one before. But uh, uh, an engineer named Masayuki Kai, who is the assistant engineer to the Super, actually, uh, is the one who's saying, hey, you know, um, we are looking for a, you know, we're looking at the possibility of a mid-engine rear-drive sports car. And even Mr. Tada, who's the chief engineer of the mm -hmm. Supra itself, says it would be ideal for Toyota to have a small, medium, and a large sports car in their lineup. So uh, I think these rumors, there is some meat to it. And um, knowing Toyota, I think they could pull it off. Now, when we remember the, uh, here are some of the um, um, images of what Best Car Magazine, who we have a very good a relationship with, uh, are saying the car may look like. Uh, here are the here's the rear end end of a shot, and it's a good looking car. Yeah, and it you, you got, yeah, you nice. got to remember the guys at Best Car. They're they don't just kind of you know just draw it for themselves. They have input from people inside, mm -hmm. so these are pretty close. If they do make one, right? So this is this is what this is what's being tossed around. So if you guys all remember, uh, that's the second gen MR2, yeah. um, and it was a, I, I really thought it was a great car. I thought it's a first, very pretty car. Very pretty car. I think it was fun to drive. Uh, the first generation, which I didn't take a photo of, it kind of has that transformer, you know, yeah. kind of image in it. I, but that thing was lightweight. I, I like the first. Yeah, it was very great to drive. And then, of course, this car became the MR2 Spider, mm -hmm. which was a little less, you know, a little more foo foo. I'm sorry if there's if I offended any. Uh, you did, my father person. actually, Sam. Really? <laughs> yes, he owned one. He loved it. So <laughs> you maybe you are a superstar judoka with your injured state you might be at really? yes are you really oh. yes i never joke so i've never told a joke once okay i'm sorry i'm not calling james dad fufu but i gotta back up here okay i i i i'm sorry but uh it wasn't as pure right well, well i don't know my father my father would never let me drive it oh he didn't no oh really you never drove the car no i never drove he wouldn't wow. let me drive it now the best thing about yeah. it though is we can since we're transgressing now down the path of nigel mckeon is that the person oh, so he, it's Nigel. Yes. Oh, okay. Very British. Very British. We try here in the family. We try and keep it British. He, uh, the person that he sold the car to, he didn't trust them, so he wouldn't let them test drive the car, so he took them out for a drive in the car, and then they purchased the car. 
Wow, so he loved that car so much he he didn't he let knows. his son drive it and he wouldn't let the a potential drivers uh potential buyers drive it. Yes, he said no, not on my watch. Maybe 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 I missed something on the car. I think you might uh, that's I, I think so. when Nigel comes back next time you can have a discussion he can point you in the correct definition of the MRS. Did he uh, modify the car, car or was it, was it bone stock? Bone stock. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, um sorry Nigel, but um <laughs> the one thing about so the MR2 dead. spider is that it, I think, had the uh, one of the first production um, semi-automatic transmissions. Mm. I remember it. Kind of, it was a little, a little rough. It was rowboaty. Mm. I remember, but uh, for me, that's what the MR2 Spiders kind of uh, claim to fame was. That mm. it really came with a first production or one of the first production uh, semi-automatic uh, two-pedal uh, transmissions. But anyways. Uh, now that car from the MR2, MR2 to the MR2 Spider was sold from 1984 to 2007, and what uh, Mr. Uh, Kai, the engineer, said is, um, if we are to build this car, we probably wouldn't do it on our, our, our ourselves. Just just Toyota, they would have probably have to uh, uh, join forces with another company, like they did with the Supra, you know, and the BMW sure. and the 86, yep. which they did with Supra. Supra yep. So what do you guys think? I want to ask you, does it make sense for Toyota to build an MR2? Is it important for Toyota to have a mid-engine? So what's, what's the reason why they say they can't develop a sports car on their own anymore? Well, this is what I think. And if there's anyone out there who, if I'm you know, full of SHIT, then I'm sorry. But it, when you think about it, um, a sports car is low volume, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not going to sell as many sports cars as you're going to sell a Camry or a Accord. Right. That's one. So the return on investment is going to be less. So is it all a cost thing? Yes. And then development of sports cars because of their high, you know, high performance, sporty nature. Yeah. It probably costs more to develop. Right. So with that, why not? Without the units. Exactly. That, yeah. To yeah. Back so up why, the cost. why not? Why not say, hey, okay, if you're BMW, hey, you sell your brand because they might not be cross shopping Toyota with BMW, mm -hmm. and I'll, we'll do our brand, which is essentially the same car. Right. And we'll both make some money and we'll split the cost. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much what it is, I think. Right, right. So it makes sense in this world, you know. And, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, well, yeah. It made, it made sense in the 86. You know, they don't have a you know, boxer engine, so they wanted to work exactly. with the Exactly, yeah. And, and then you could share technology. They don't have, a, you know, straight exactly. six, so they went with And the there was a real, I mean, there was exactly. a healthy split as well in the 86, where I think it's something, is it something like nine to one in regards to the sell of the 286 as right. opposed I mean, to the BRZ? 90% are, are FRSs or eight, yeah. 86s, yeah. No, 86. 86, yeah. yeah. So I ask again, let's go with James first. Uh, does it make sense for Toyota to build an MR2, bring back the MR2? And is it, how important is it to, to, for Toyota to have a mid a mid engine um, rear engine drive car in the lineup. When you look at you know the other cars in the world, you know your Porsches, you know the Caymans, they you know those are you know uh, mid engine. You know you you have a, you have mid engine sports cars coming from Europe. So what is it important? Well, I yeah. like I like the idea of it. I mean, I think it's good. But the question is, is is this going to be if they're looking for three cars in a lineup for small, medium, large? Would this be the small or would this be the medium? Oh, no, this would probably be the small one. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I know that they've talked about maybe in, when, in my reading that this maybe have a 300-horsepower engine. I can't see it having more horsepower than the 8.6 coming straight out of the factory. I, I, mean, I can't either. We're, yeah. they're, uh, here's, here's, here's something kind of cool is they're thinking of maybe even a three-cylinder engine in this yeah, car. Yeah, so I thought that Because the BMW has one, mm -hmm. and Toyota has one somewhere in there lineup in Japan or something. Well, so if they were to go, why could that not just be like a Japanese K car and go down that route with it? Because they can't sell it here. Well, well, the Honda made that 660. You know, that's a yeah, but they can't a, sell it here. Why? why well, yeah, why? We just MR2, have to MR2 to has a very strong following here. Mm. Why, yeah, that would be yeah. Why build a K car just for Japanese market? Mm. You want to build one for the international market? Oh, Sam, they might, but Mr. Toyota might not really want to do that. He might just want to keep it all over there. Might want to make you go over there to drive it. So you would you would you would make it a K car? I think if it was going to come out, I, I can't see it being more performance based than the eighty six. That's two hundred or so horsepower. It's not going to be more performance no, no. more than the Supra, and that's three hundred horsepower. So it's going to be between. I think they'd probably put it out at one hundred and fifty horsepower. Which uh, one hundred fifty horsepower, small lightweight engine car. You know, people could throw turbos on there all they want. I think it. I think it makes sense here. Well, it would, but I don't. I think it makes sense to us here because we'd like to drive it here. But I think if anything, it's going to stay in Japan. You think so? Yeah, I think what it'll just stay in Japan. What's the um, what are the other manufacturers 
that would be willing to work with Toyota. That would maybe be to, my second question. Right? So let's, yeah, so that, I, I, I think have a couple. I, I, have I think couple we should go, go from there. Okay, well, I'm going to throw out a. Uh, I'm you throw, throw out them out there. Okay, Sam. first yeah. of all, there's BMW because they already, you know, uh, they already have a um, um, relationship with BMW with the Supra. Mm-hmm. The other, the other, the other uh, curveball here is Lotus. Um, the Lotus. Um, uh, they already Elise. have a relationship with Toyota. Yes, Lotus. They, yeah. At least you know it was using the uh, Toyotas inline four. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that you know them and Lotus, you know, doing the chassis and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be kind of cool because then it'd be a really lightweight, you know, power to weight ratio would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty, you know, fuel yeah, efficient because it'll be lightweight. So Toyota engine though, in that in probably that case. Yeah, yeah, probably a Toyota engine, right. but everything else from the Lotus, ch- yeah. from the social, uh, from the chassis, you know, from the suspension to the steering to the hand- well, pretty much the handling mm-hmm. could be all Lotus, you know. I mean, as an enthusiast, I would love to see it. Yeah, you know. Living here in the states, I would love to see the revival of the of the MR2, but I just don't see it happening though. Like realistically, mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk about it all we want, and we can mm-hmm. dream about it. I, I I don't see it happening. Well, let me put it this way: Did you see the Supra coming back? Yeah, you did. Yeah, oh, I didn't really. Oh, yeah, I, didn't I mean, think they were going to do that. I mean, I thought yeah. I didn't know whether it was going to be called the Supra, but I did think that'd be going to come back with a higher horsepower sports car at some point. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Even when the other sports cars are starting to disappear one by one, like the S2000, the RX-7, you know, uh, we'll talk about the Z later, but, you know, it seems like they're going away from it. So, you know, that's why, it, you know, seeing an MR2 being resurrected, it might be only the, the only company that might be able to do this, Toyota. Well, if, if, if it's anyone, it, it's Toyota, right? I mean, they're fairly seeing large. where they are financially, it, yeah. Yeah. you know, I, I would... I don't think Honda coming back, you know, would come back with S two thousand. But if anyone could come back with a sports car from this era, it, it's Toyota. Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, would you like to see a car from that looks like the first, or spiritually be a first generation MR two, second generation MR two, or if it's the MR two Spider? If it's a K car, I know it's going to look like the first generation car. It could. Yeah, that yeah, car yeah. looks like but a K I car. But I don't already. think it's going to be a K car. No, I don't. I don't think so. See, yeah. I've done them all for the K car. Yeah, I know you like it. So you lived in Japan. You know what K-Cars exactly. are about. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but what, what do you guys, what, if you guys see a car. Uh, well, if it's so based it on anything in the projections there, to me, that yeah. looks like a cross between the new Corvette Stingray and the Audi TT. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah. that's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, Would yeah, you, yeah. Does that seem fair? It looks fair? like a Ferrari, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's much smaller. It'd be petite. It'd be smaller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like so probably, if anything, the second gen car is what we should probably, probably see spiritually, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And again, what what kind of power plant are we thinking? You think you would you would like to see a little six hundred sixty cc K car engine, like like eighty ninety horsepower. Well, it's limited, isn't it, to like ninety something? I think. Uh, I know I the size is limited, but but yeah. I think the horsepower is limited as well to it. Yeah, I would like to see something like a three cylinder, you know, a three cylinder right. engine or something. That I think that would be kind of cool, you know. So, um, but I, yeah. I I really think the po- I think the uh, the more possible probable thing is a four cylinder. Yeah, maybe a two-liter, one-point-eight-liter four-cylinder engine in there. You know, it, you know, like you said, about one hundred fifty horsepower, something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I think so. Yeah, yeah four-cylinder. Okay. I mean, realistically, probably a four. If it comes to the U.S., it'll if be it comes, four-cylinder. yeah. Now, if Toyota does, uh, um, um, work with another car manufacturer to make this, which car manufacturer would you like to see? Not what do you think it would probably be? Which one would be kind of cool? And you go, oh, those two. I'd like to see them pull it back to their heritage, like uh, the 2000 GT days. Like, like a Yamaha engine? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, would yeah, be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be really fun. Yeah. I don't know if Yamaha's making engines more, are they? I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> that sure they cool. still got their motorcycles <laughs> out there. <laughs> They're still rocking around. Yeah. But that is, that, that, there's, that could be a possibility. If that it's because, small you know, enough, a motorcycle engine. Still have a, you know, Yamaha still makes a lot of stuff for, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like the they, laser they, etching and... They, they the do stuff for Lexus too, don't they? The, no, mostly the sound for Lexus, yeah, 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 stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So. so I couldn't see why it wouldn't be, especially was it going with the K car route. I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. I like to see a Lotus. That's, thing. That's I think a, that would be cool. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the Yamaha is well, a good Yamaha point. and Lotus. Wouldn't that be cool? A little three, uh, yeah, you know, three way, three way deal. <laughs> Always dream, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if it was going to come to the U.S., where should the price point be on this car? 
Well, it has to be cheaper than the B, uh, the eighty six. Yeah, and the eighty six is what right now. It, I think the top one is like twenty six to thirty. I think 30? if you go yeah. to the signature yeah, right. models kind of thing, so it'd have to sit what around twenty five. It's got to yeah. That's going to be twenty two to, to twenty five engine car. It's going to be tough though, right? That's a lot of engineering going in there, you know. So I'm just saying, like twenty five twenty five thousand dollar Lotus. I mean, that's a yeah, that's, that's a, not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that comes. You know that so if it's going to be under the eight six. Can it be a mid-engine car? You know, I mean, you know, can they can they actually build one for that cheap? I mean, there's a lot of engineering that goes into a mid-engine car. You know, because of balance and just if you need just a whole Toyota, new platform. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. need a whole new platform yeah. for that. You know, so would it be a, a brand new platform or well, would they... it could be a Lotus platform. That's what we're saying, right? Mm-hmm. That one exists already. Well, the Elise platform, if you're basing on that, though, I mean, that's that's a very, very dated platform. Exactly. And I don't yeah. think it passes exactly. any of the latest no, safety I don't think so. yeah. expectations. Yeah. So I think that it'd have to all be revised. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we'd all like to see uh, a what, car like what, this. What existing platform do you think they would they could use for for the MR2? I mean, mid-engine rear-drive platforms are very, you know, few and far between right now. So. I, I don't know. I'm, who knows? Maybe Lotus is working on one right now that we don't know about, and maybe they'll use this one because if this car is going to come out, we're not going to see it for another three, four years, right? So, yeah, yeah. So you know, maybe there is something working in the you know, in the works. So, so we can hope for. But like you said, the Elise platform now is yeah a little old, you know. So okay, very cool. So moving from the Toyota MR2 to the Supra. So um, it's getting very close to uh, production. We're looking at probably the summer of 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, a high-performance versions have already been seen testing at Tsukuba mm-hmm. Racetrack and driving around the cities there. I hear with, and looking like this right here. Yeah. Um, from what we hear, the uh, there's going to be a high-performance version. It's not going to be just an inline four. Uh, it'll be BMW's turbocharged three-liter inline six, mm-hmm. and we're talking 350 horsepower. Made it to an eight-speed automatic, probably semi-automatic transmission. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, there's going to be a normal version too, uh, probably priced a little less, which will come with the BMW's two-liter inline four. So uh, let's go with Taro first. Are you excited about this new Supra? Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm, I just can't get over the the roof though. I, I hate the the bulges on, on double the bubble. Roof. Yeah, the this double bubble. Bubbles. Yeah, I know. It's I think we talked about it last time too, but it's just, just doesn't And plus look it gives, good. you know, a little more headroom for for the Americans. For the, guys, yeah. for the big guys like <laughs> Sam. Guys. Especially oh, when they've got, when they've got those back problems, when they have oh, those yeah. back problems, it's <laughs> the it's the challenge you have to move around. <laughs> back problem. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean it looks like a pretty fun car i mean I, I, you know we'd have to test drive it first to, yeah. to see but i'm, I'm kind of curious to see what the difference would be between the the uh the more expensive right the two versions two, two the two versions and the you know the, the 350 horsepower two one liter inline those four. who know scuba you know um let's say like an evo goes around there about minute four minute five mm-hmm. i think um like a porsche cayenne is you know right around there too mm-hmm. uh so and we hear it's a minute five, minute six. This oh, car. Okay. So it's right up there with performance right. and handling wise. Mm-hmm. So um, um, it should be pretty good. This is the you know the three hundred fifty horsepower version. Right. It is bigger and a little probably heavier than mm-hmm. those cars. But uh, what about you, James? Are you excited about this new Supra? Do you like it? Do you I'm, think it's? I'm kind of not really excited about it anymore because no. it's been talked about for so uh, long. Yeah, no kidding. So I mean, they've teased it and teased it, and we're going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're going to do it. We're not going to do it. And now it's finally here. It's like, well, it's great, but just get here already. It's like counting down the days, kind of thing. Right. What do you think the price point should be? Let's say on both cars, the lower and the higher. Well, I think that's. I think it's still going to be more expensive than the eight six, but it can't be too much more expensive. Oh, it's going to be way. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be expensive. More expensive. It's going to be like eighty k sure. or something, right? Oh, but then I, I don't can't know imagine if it's going to be that much. I can't, you can't for, for a two liter. Turbocharged car, you can't be putting eighty thousand dollars. No, down. no, if you, you're probably talking about the higher, the higher version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but even still, then, that means the normal car will be what fifty, sixty. That's getting the, up there. Yeah, I can't, I can't see it being more than forty for a two-liter turbo. Oh, with well, a two-liter two turbo, turbo, I, I would think they'd have to come under forty. That's what I mean. It has yeah. to be under well, forty. How, maybe, didn't they just uh, maybe more like thirty to thirty-five? Didn't you know? the price of the uh, the Z4 get leaked a couple days ago? Uh, I don't know. Right? I didn't hear it. Uh, what, what is so that? So they were like, I forgot. I saw it somewhere. Um, they're like, okay, so we found the 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 price for the Z4 has been leaked. Mm-hmm. So we can guesstimate 
the price of the I don't know. That's going to be tough. Well, you could guesstimate, yeah, because, yeah. you know, the Z4, the BMW is a premium brand, you know, where the Toyota is not as premium. So, all right. So while we're on the subject, James, w what do you think the Toyota Supra's natural rivals are going to be? Um, well, I, th I still think that if it's a two liter uh, turbocharged engine and going, it's still going to be compared against it's already 8.6, a two liter boxer engine straight from this out there, straight out there. There'll mm -hmm. be a difference between the two. I mean, it's kind of difficult to see where you're going with the same, I mean, same capacity size engine kind of what thing. Would they, what would they cross shop? What would a customer cross shop that car with? The well, Supra. Um, if you're looking for a Supra right now, I don't know. I think you're going for all European cars is going to be the one that compared against. There's yeah, no there's other real Japanese. Japanese really, no. There's yeah. no Japanese cars that you're comparing right, right, against. Right, right, right. So, I mean, it has to be. So, if it's a European car, what European car do you it's, see? It's going to be against the Audi, two door Audis. Okay, like the S5, the S4, or the S4. S5, S4, S3, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, small yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. And then I think it's going to come against the same. So, it's obviously going to be compared against the BMW Z4. Yeah. I mean that's a given. But would they, would base they, model starts uh, at sixty four six nine five. Is that the is that the two? Uh, that's the two base liter? model. Yeah, that's the base model. Yeah, that's a that's an expensive car for yeah, a Supra. Yeah, it's a real expensive yeah. car. Yeah. I don't think it'll be that much. I guess we'll see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why, you, Sam? What do you think it's going to be at? I, I'm like I said. I think it's got to be around forty or less. Or Are we having an over under here? Around? So you're going forty or under? I'm going forty and over, and Tara's like eighty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 80 <laughs> definitely 80 yeah that's that's up there do will anyone buy a let's say let's let's go let's cut it right in the middle let's say it's 50 grand for the two liter version okay will the car be successful i wouldn't buy it for fifty thousand dollars taro i wouldn't buy it no 50k for two liter yeah would I, you spend I, I 50k for the six uh the the six cylinder I'd have to, yeah. I could see uh, myself. Could see, I would yeah. think about it, yeah. yeah. Definitely think about it if it was 50K. If I was 50K and I had a split. Now, this is a question, though. Is this going to be a car that you're going to drive every day or is it going to be a weekend car? That's the next question. I think well, it's going to be a car people every drive day. every day. Now, the question, like the old super, like yeah. the question, though, is, though, is if you can get your 300 horsepower Toyota Camry and you've only got a 350 horsepower <laughs> Toyota Supra, there's not really much of a difference there. Well, front drive and rear drive is... Kind but if you're talking about the horsepower numbers, if you've mm. already got over 300 horsepower in your everyday family sedan that yeah. comes in at that. Well, you, yeah. you guys all know that this car is, you know, receiving premiums, you know, for, you know, used cars. I mean, it's yeah. getting more and more expensive, the mm -hmm. A A80. The, you think the, uh, the new Supra has the potential to be as popular as this car or even more popular or... Or and if it needs, if it's going to be more popular this this car, what does the, this new Supra have to have? A lower price is one we're talking about, right? Uh, like fifty grand, sixty fifty, sixty grand is still pretty much for a Toyota. I think if it needs to do anything, it needs to have it needs to race. So it needs to be involved in a race. It has to have a racing livery. Yeah, it has okay. to be in motorsports. Yeah. Because that's not, the only not, way. Not, not NASCAR. I mean, they already announced you know the Supra is going to be in NASCAR. But did the A80? Did you see the A80 in many races? Um, well, you, I always think you're super the Japanese JTCC, right, yeah, and, I, yeah, yeah. and I drove it on Gran Turismo. That's the only chance I got to play with it. <laughs> right, so right, right, right. That's where I know well, it from. So Super GT, I think, is a given. It would be, you know, but it would be GT three hundred. It wouldn't be in the right. five hundred, right? But I mean, that's the exposure is limited on that, right? So I but, don't think it really needs to go racing. I think it just needs to kind of really the, grab the younger. Well, the problem people. is that if it's like over fifty thousand dollars. No one's going to be able to buy it and tune it, and, and like the younger crowd's not going to be able to buy it for you know five six years. Right. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it, I so. Th so you need to see it in motorsport to be out there seeing what it can do on the track. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be an old man's car, right? I mean, someone At, who drives. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. probably going to uh, um, 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 insult more people here, but like a vet, you know. I mean, yeah, some young people love vets. I, I think the vet's great, but right. you know, most of them are the older guys who are. Right, the you older guys look, that yeah. you know used to, you know, old guys with bad backs. <laughs> look at look at the Supra back in the '90s, and you know, well, you they let go of it yeah. or whatever, and then they're going to be able to buy it now. I think it needs to, like the A80, have a have, have be popular with the young young set, and to for it to be popular, it can't be priced way too much. I mean, like the GTR is popular with you know import fans, right? Mm -hmm. But the GTR ha does have crazy crazy performance right so mm -hmm. i could see the hundred thousand dollars you know it's a it's a it's a dream car it's a halo car but right. can the can the supra survive as a one of those dream cars halo cars it's kind of, i think it's tough 
yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to be a car that people could buy. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. yeah. It For sure. Mean, I mean, it's got to be a car that people can buy. It can't be a car that, you know, costs the same as a GTR. But right. at, at the same time, you don't want to get it too cheap because then it's going to start cannibalizing your 86 market for you know the that's, young that's sports car front range so and rear drive right yeah. i mean it's got to be in a in a really good point place yeah. where you know it's like a little bit under under the you know the lexuses but right know, good good cost performance yeah you, know? you being a japanese person japanese uh car fan too what do you think about the bmw tie-up do you like do you, do you like the fact that it's I, I, mean, I don't care. You don't care? Yeah, as long okay. as the product is good, I don't really care. Okay. Um, you, you, you don't know, care about keeping it There are a lot Japanese. of purists out there that, yeah. you know, I mean, it's better than not having the Supra. Mm, okay. You know? You so think, so you, it, it, it's neither a good thing or a bad thing for you? Yeah, I don't care. Okay. I really don't care. James, you've lived in Japan. You have a lot of Japanese car experience. What do you think I, about the BMW tire? I don't think it really matters. As soon most as you, the cars you just, most people don't will not know unless they're really divert like focused on that car in particular. Most people won't know what it's sharing with any other car or any other platform. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. I, I think hey BMW they build good cars. I don't. I, I think it's a plus if yeah. you ask me. Yeah. You it's know, a, I think it's the tuners that are going to have a little bit of, of a problem. I mean, they've a lot of these oh, Japanese the tuners. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've never you know they've never yeah. touched a you know BMW engine before. Now they're right. like okay now we got to start from scratch. Right. You know, start developing every aftermarket part you know right. based on on a BMW engine. Okay. Well, speaking of. Um, Price points in expensive cars. The um, price of the Nissan GTR R fifty has or R thirty three fifty. I'm sorry, has uh, been um, announced. And uh, you know, this is the a Nissan GTR, which was totally re uh, well Nismo GTR, totally redone by uh, the body redone by Ital Design mm -hmm. of, uh, of Supercar fame. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is headed for production. Uh, 50 units are planned. I right. know you've got your name down in two, right, Sam? Have yeah, you already put your name down at, to two? Yeah, well, at the, with the price tag of $1.1 million, uh, yeah, maybe. You've sold enough books to buy. Yeah, exactly. well, no, I haven't. Hey, uh, <laughs> please, please, buy the, help me buy this, this car. So it'll come powered by, you know, the uh, Nismo's 3.8-liter twin turbocharged V6, tuned to deliver 710 horsepower, guys. So it's a lot of horsepower, which is 110 more horses than the... Uh, G Nismo GTR, so it's very, very, very powerful, very fast car. It's a good-looking car. Yeah, it's just not the uh, you know, that's not just not the design. So the first completed examples will be delivered to owners in 2019, and then uh, and it's been already 12 years since the GTR uh, the GTR right now has made its debut. So, and there's no 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 sign of a successor a success search of that car, a second gen car coming anytime soon so if anyone looking for a second gen car this is kind of it but it's 1.1 million dollars so first of all what do you think about this uh, half japanese half italian um car uh is, is, do you feel like me it's kind of the ideal as a special car it's kind of the ideal combination of japanese engineering and Italian that design, looks. yeah. So Hoppas are good though. Hoppas, Well, yeah, Hoppas. <laughs> my son's a Hoppas. Well, the main character in my uh, book is a Hoppas. Yeah, is a Hoppas, right? right exactly. <laughs> Get my plug in there. Like, yeah. Whose book is that, Sam? Uh, oh, I wonder. <laughs> so, what do you think, James? Well, I'm going to be controversial here, Great. since I was able to see the car of Monterey and get up oh, to yeah, it close and hear it run and see it on track. Well, it's it's. I mean, it sounds great on track. I'm not a particularly big fan of the styling of it. You're not? No, okay. I'm not a big fan of the styling of it. it. To me, it looks very, very similar to the normal car. There's only the difference at the back, which I think is a little busy for me in particular. Oh, sorry. But it that does. It, so it looks a little busy at the back for me. Mm -hmm. It looks so... I mean, I like the lights, but everything south of the lights kind of thing is where it gets a little too much for me. Mm -hmm. Now... Over-designed? It uh, it's not for me to say that because mm -hmm. I'm not a designer, but I, it's not to my aesthetic taste, mm -hmm. I will say that. So, But I don't understand how that can cost $1.1 million. I just don't understand how it can cost $1.1 million. Well, it's that Italian design brand, you know, maybe. But, I mean, you ne we're never going to see you, them. When you think about it, it's 10 times the amount of a regular GTR. Yeah, why, why though? I mean, they, it's... Well, there's only 50. It's a collector's car, right? So yeah, the, my next question was, James, you kind of answered, is it, is it worth $1.1 million? And, uh, 
does the production run of 50 make it worth it? Well, I think that I, I think they're almost all, I think they're sold out already. Well, 50 is not that much. You know, yeah, yeah, so they're sold out. But the question is, will we ever see one on the road? Not with 50, right? Or worldwide. Yeah, so I know well, that obviously... Well, we're in L.A., Beverly Hills, you know... Well, no, the, GT uh, the Skylines, the GTRs in particular are very popular in the Middle East. So I'd yeah, imagine exactly. that most of the market's going to be that's so where they're going right. to go. Yeah. yeah. But then I still can't understand. I mean, it's only... I mean, it's... While 700 plus horsepower is a very sizable figure. No. 700 horsepower and just a standard... Uh, original 12-year-old uh, Nissan GTR is quite easy to make at much, much less than $100,000, let alone $1.1 million. Mm -hmm. So if you want the bang for the buck, you can get that. I mean, you're basically paying for something that no one else can have is Pretty what much. this is. Yeah. So you're not a fan of the $1.1 million price tag? No. Yeah? I mean, I could it's see... Not, it's not real money, though. You know, it's, it doesn't... You, you can't say that this thing... Okay, has so a value of a of a one point one million. I couldn't dollars. go to oh, my. I couldn't go to my. Value that what is what, what is price valued price at, right? No, exactly. no, it's different. So you, I couldn't go to my bank or my uh, person to get a loan on this to get a one point two. It's, it's going to be one point two million dollars post tax. I couldn't go and say I want to buy a Nissan for one point two million dollars. <laughs> my lending agency would say, how much does that car cost normally? I'd be like, it's one hundred and thirty five dollars or one hundred and thirty five thousand no, out of the Nissan, showroom. That's, that's the Nissan GTR. That's the Etel design. But your banker doesn't say that. The banker says, well, "What's?" You would pay cash, James. <laughs> well, of course. I mean, I just back the truck up. It's fine. But still, I think. I mean, obviously, you're buying this outright, and if anyone, as they people do, um, if they want to lease this vehicle to purchase, which people can do and buy a car and, and lease, but not as in the way that we would normally do any normal car. Right. Not this one. Yeah. Yeah. They, the leasing agent, would have to come to you and say, "Well, this is a 1.1 million dollar car." It's real value, is, as Tara said, is much, much lower than that. But we can do this loan for you to bridge this gap so I can make you be a client to come with me so we can buy more cars in the future. Right. Uh, so, okay, so if you, either of you guys win the lottery, so let's say you guys got $100 million in the bank after taxes, so you win a big one, uh, this won't be the first car you go out and buy? No, if I'm getting the GTR, I'm getting a 32. R32. R32? Yeah. Well, yeah, but you don't need to win the lottery to buy that. Uh, well, you'll do now compared to the price they're going up to. <laughs> exactly. Okay, well, what car would you... It doesn't have to be the one car, but what car would you be looking at if you had 100? Oh, it went off. It went off. No, no, behind you, Sam. Yeah, see, this is if your back, if your back was better, Sam, you'd be able to <laughs> oh. see that that what's happened here. So uh, we won't look, Sorry. Sam. So you're going to show everyone all your secrets now on the screen. So we should is just it back on. Nope. Nope. No pressure here, Sam, for you to get this back. Oh, you're going to have to cut this part. No, I think we need to keep this in. This is real. <laughs> this is, this is real. the struggles that we're going through here. This is, this is podcast why. verite just, right yeah. now. I think just uh, turn your uh, phone off once. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't have to like restart your phone. Just just turn it. Yeah, there, there you, you go. go. Okay, there you go. Is you're, it you're back on? on? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're back in business. Okay. Back in business. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. It is. That's Sam, it, um, it looks like if you had a bit of like, more movement in your back there, you'd be able to see with you, the screen behind you. You'd be able to see you. it if you could look behind you. Yeah, what happened there with your back, Sam? Is there so a... cruel. So cruel. Uh, no, so I, cruel. So if cruel. I was looking... On, 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 on injured people. Well, it's, that's <laughs> okay. what happens. And now we've got... Okay, your, so I mean, wait, now I, we can just look at all your apps no, you've got no, now, Sam. What? I mean, what's... Now we got your phone. Yeah. Wonder why. I don't know. It's the magic of technology here, people. This is what happens when you go yeah, no? podcast verite. Why? I don't know. Sam, you're the technology. You're the no, one with all these, these bells and whistles and these gadgets oh, happening. There, there it goes. Back. back. It's We're back. back. We're back. No, I don't like the back, though. <laughs> See? I don't really? like the back. No, I don't like it. Oh, uh, the front here, is, this, is the, this is their the hero front, color. Yeah, yeah, the front. Blue. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the hero color? Yeah, that's, not the, so. that's not no, the original color. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's going. It's all. Sam, Taro. what are you doing? No, Taro, come on, man. Why is this happening? Back. It's back again. It's back. What? <laughs> okay. Sam, maybe you should turn around. Was it that no, I can see it through the oh, okay. thing. All right, so what yeah. car would you buy if you bought won the lottery then? Well, what car would you be looking at? Am I looking at just its skylines here? Are we going, whatever. We're really revealing behind the kimono there, Sam, with that last one. Don't change the subject. <laughs> what car? If I'm if I'm just buying a Skyline? I'm no, 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 no. Any car. I mean, let's. This is a one point one million dollar car. So what car? I'm gonna you... spend a ten million dollar car, and I'm gonna go buy my McLaren F1. F1. There you go. No, if you bought, if you won the lottery, you. That's you it. That's it. my car. That's the one I'm gonna take. Talk to the wife and be like, look. No, oh, we have a hundred million dollars. Let me let me have this. One. And then if, if she won't let me get that one because it is ten million, twelve million dollars almost, 
I want to get a Dodge Viper GTSR. Okay, all right. They only made two of them. Mm-hmm. Or four, four, I think. Oh, really? Okay, the GTSR. That, okay. Yes, that was the homologation model for the ah, one that won the, them all. Oh, okay. That's a good choice. That, that would be an expensive car because there's not many. Yeah, there's only four, yeah. yeah. How about you? Oh, LaFerrari. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That would be a good one. For that Italian heritage yeah. you got? I, yeah. Well, I, I, would look at it, I would look at a Ferrari, too. Just yeah. because, they, just, you know, just because it'll, it'll... I mean, if I've got $100 million, though, I'm going to have an aircraft right. hanger full. So it's difficult right, exactly. to know exactly. you say yeah, this. That's so why I would say, why, what, would you, yeah, what yeah. would you go out and that's buy? That's why yeah. I'd, I'd buy a LaFerrari. Oh, okay. you know, and know. Sam, Maybe yourself? Buy Pagani. Probably a Ferrari. I don't know which one, you know. The Mondial? Is that the one you're looking to go for? Maybe not the Mondial. Um, the 440 is that what yeah, you're gonna go with no no but if i could afford la ferrari you know maybe in, yeah you know i mean uh, see if i could get my hands on something really a little older maybe a well, i don't think a 250 gto beam that was a 14 million right there right no a 250 gto i think yeah. you're looking at more 70 million yeah, for those ones like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i mean but, but then, i can still afford it yeah. Yeah. i mean yeah, that, that is 100 million yeah. 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 yeah i mean there's not much left yeah. over there after tax the purchase <laughs> okay, the house but, and everything. but what would your everyday driver be then you have 100 million dollars you already bought your collector car what would your everyday driver be? no so i've i've actually had because obviously i have these types of discussions with my wife and i said <laughs> that i'd want a floating pot of money a certain amount of money that i could then spend and then buy a car, sell a car, so I could try all these different cars. And I wouldn't have to be like super fancy cars. I was like, if you give me a part of like $80,000 and let's see how long that lasts me in regards to cars, then I could just buy, sell, and just flip them. That's what I'd like to do. That way you don't have too well, many so cars. What would be the first car you would... So what would be your daily drive? driver then? Yeah. If you, what would if you test you, drive as your first? Uh, it depends. Uh, so I've always wanted to get the Audi RS6. Okay. Because obviously it's fast. There's a lot mm-hmm. of room, so mm-hmm. Kiwi can fit in it. Right. And it can go out and take my Kiwi is his dog, by the way. Yeah. yeah. That's that's Kiwi yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. Our yeah. special yeah. guest. Yeah. Um, and then I can take it up to go snowboarding in the mountains with. Okay. And I can also go to Sprouts and fill it up with groceries. Okay. What I about wonder, you? I wonder if I can take uh, a GTR up to the mountains. Yeah, it's four wheel drive. drive, right? Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, actually, I used to. There was a. In the snow. Test drive that I spoke to, and he had a GTR that he used to take up the snow. Yeah, his only qualm was he wasn't able to put his skis in it. Yeah, he, well, he yeah. wanted to try and get cut a wreck. A he wanted to try and cut a hole a... in the firewall, and no. then they were like, "No, <laughs> that will void your warranty." Well, though, that that would be your snow. Co- I mean, what would your what would you drive every day? I think I'd drive a, like your a GTR. GTR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. model though? Well, here I would only, you know, have a R thirty five. R thirty five. Yeah, yeah. As an everyday driver. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you yeah. can get the R thirty two here now. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So over but I wouldn't drive it every day, though. Yeah. You know, you know as an everyday driver. Yeah. I, I mean, I got to drop off my kids. Right hand drive. R35 would yeah. fit two kids in the back. Yeah, the R30, the, well, the right hand drive is always a pain. It's a pain. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with exactly. the supermarket. Yeah. And I, yeah. yeah. When I want the signal, mm-hmm. the signal, yeah, yeah. the wherever it go. I would probably, I'd probably 911 um, turbo. Yeah, that would probably be the. Can't fit one. the kids in the back, though. It's all right. I have one, and she's, she's going to be driving in a few years. So, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> It's okay. So what about when you have the bad back not, though? How's how's the seats in that? With that's the, not gonna be, oh, gonna be pretty. problem. Okay. That's not gonna be no, that's not All gonna right. be pretty. I don't know if I get in and out before the back. They can back. just lower you into the sunroof. Yeah. Sun sure. Slide you in. Should have never said anything. Okay, so speaking of Nissan guys. All right, so it's been um there, there, we, there we go. It's been um, 10 years since the 350Z made its debut. So I think it was 2008. Or that the doesn't even look Z. like a Z. It looks like a Camaro. Yeah, well, and yet no word from Nissan on a new model. So uh, I don't know what they're doing. I don't think they are uh, the Z or even the GTR uh, particularly mm-hmm. are really on their priority list. Now, if the car was to ma- be made, it probably won't use the FM platform now, right? Because it's so old, right? Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, Nissan nor Renault have a new, well, Renault doesn't have a FR platform at all. Mm-hmm. Nissan doesn't have a new one. So that means they would probably have to go into a partnership with another um, 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 car company. And, you know, we hear Mercedes-Benz and Nissan are very close because, uh, I don't know if you guys know it, but the Infiniti Q30 is pretty much a Mercedes A-Class, pretty much, you mm-hmm. know, just restyled. Uh, mm-hmm. Same, pretty much same platform and same engines. So first of all, you guys... Um, should Nissan hurry up and try to bring a new Z to the market, you know, um, especially when you see guys like Toyota coming up, you know, building sports cars. Um, J- 
James? Well, I, I mean, the 370 Nismo was a great car. I like it. The only thing I didn't like about it when I had one to drive was I had the automatic version, so it had the, the gearbox, mm-hmm. which was a, I thought was just a touch slow, just a touch mm-hmm. slow. I mean, it had great rev matching, and that was fun and everything, so it was a lot of fun to drive. It was mm-hmm. a great car. But like everything now, it's that the horsepower at 370 should be a little bit more if you're buying that stock coming around about 400 or so. Can they get an extra 30 horsepower or so out of the engine? Maybe they can do it with How a How about a new little... engine? How about a Mercedes engine? Well, that's what I mean. So it's a point of now they're going to change it up and then go with something else. I well, mean, you turbocharged uh, six. You could get you know, more than what, what, what those naturally aspirated ones getting now. So Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, I think it's a good car. I think it's a dated car. Mm-hmm. It's very dated, yes. Is it an important car for Nissan? I think it's always nice to have a Z car. I think a Z car is important for Nissan. I agree with you. What about you? I think um, for the market, I think it's important. And for branding, I think it's important. But I don't know if the consumer you know, market is ready for a new new Z. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I, you I, don't think people will buy a new Z? I, what happened to like the old uh, rumors of like them developing a new, uh, new Sylvia? That's 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 what I would be interesting. Like something that's like right well, around F, well, right FR around platform. right around the the eighty six price, right? And an FR lightweight. So you think a two forty SX makes more sense than I do. a Z? Yeah, I do. Uh, I I I, th- I I think two forty SX the Sylvia is is very important. It's got very we long need heritage, new, but we need an S sixteen. I really yeah, <laughs> we need an uh, S sixteen. I don't know uh, if you were to pick one, which one would you pick? That I Nissan Bill. I think they need both. I think they need the like as Tara said. I think they need an S sixteen to come in, and it needs to be at that thirty thousand dollar mark. It mm-hmm. needs to compete with the, the MX five. Needs to compete with the eighty six. Needs to compete with the BRZ. And a right. Z thirty four. I think it would be the next one, right? I think was the current one Z thirty five. I think it yeah, is. yeah, it's so. Z thirty five. Yeah. yeah, and then so they definitely need to go. Oh no, Z thirty four. I think the current one's Z thirty four. Well, someone will correct us, but yeah, yeah. but yeah. the next Z. Yeah. But instead of being a Nissan three seventy, why is it not coming as a Nissan four hundred? A Z400. A 400Z, yeah. yeah. That's, that'd be awesome. Or a Z410. Oh, it's, they're going that. Well, if you say 400, that's not really the horsepower, right? That's the displacement. So yeah. So four yeah. liter. Six cylinders. Six cylinders. That's a big six cylinder. Why not? I mean, if it's 3.7 uh, already, I mean, yeah. it's well, not, you're I, only skimming think, a little bit there. Well, I think it's okay to keep the numbers going up, and it doesn't really have to, you know, it doesn't have to... Uh, uh, um, describe what the displacement is. Yeah, it doesn't Let's have to reflect that. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, have to yeah. reflect or displacement. That's come up with it. A turbocharged six, I think, would be cool. And come, you know, four hundred horsepower. But then I think no, because I think you need to have the natural aspirated one in the middle, because you're going to have the turbocharged four cylinder, which is going to be your starter car, which we think right. would be the the Sylvia. The, the Sylvia, yeah. You have your naturally aspirated six cylinder in the middle, and then you have Godzilla at the top. Yeah. Well, it yeah. does make sense to ha- have, uh, you know, uh, build have one platform for both. Sylvia and you know and the Z car and then you know you could use that platform for the Infinities like they did with this you know mm-hmm. with the yeah the FM platform so uh, you're you just kind of told us what the price point should be if the Sylvia and the Z Nissan's going to make it where do you see the price point um, I think it'll be 30 and 30 and 40 why not start yeah, them okay. at 30 and start them at 40 so that'll go uh, probably against the um, as it always has maybe the uh, up uh, the 8.6, the Sylvia and the 8.6 will be compared, yep. rivals, mm-hmm. and the Supra and the Z. Yep. Mm-hmm. Makes, nat- yeah. Yeah, makes natural yeah. sense. Do you think they should they should really get to it and I think build it? I think it'd be I good to have should. a Japanese yeah. horsepower war again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so, too. But I think so. I, I don't know if Nissan's going to be doing that. So we'll see. There's you know, That's there's like, rumors that some people are working on it, but yeah. from inside... Well, there have been rumors the, about that, that Sylvia for a while, and I think it yeah. kind of like fizzled fizzled away and then i think it always burns up again and then yeah. fizzles back away yeah. well talking about nissan uh right now the good you know, segue the big, to yeah, nissan the big, big news <laughs> is of course mr carlos Ghosn, uh who uh i've met before and i thought he was a pretty sharp pretty pretty uh, serious guy and james actually coached his uh, son I, in yes. soccer which is which is crazy i saw him at izakaya once in japan oh you did <laughs> yeah okay but um I like that we've all got Carlos stories. It's very important in various different ways. Well, today it was uh, it was announced that the Renault will not remove him from his post because they say there's no evidence of him uh-huh. underreporting his income and doing all that stuff. 
what do you guys see about the situation? We'll be careful because, you know, I mean, this is kind of a, 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 a the only thing I will legal, say- you know, kind of a thing. But I, I, it, it seems a little fishy. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Sam, the only thing I'm going to say about it is I think you probably could have picked a better photo of Carlos and the guy behind. Okay, the reason I picked this photo is there's Carlos Ghosn, right? And that's uh, Osamu Masako of uh, Mitsubishi, okay? And the reason I picked this is I wanted to show the um, eyebrows. Carlos goes this way and Masuko goes that way. And I just wanted to show the contrast in eyebrows. I like that this is... When was this photo taken? Oh, during the, you know, Mitsubishi joined the alliance, yeah. So that's that's why. But I thought I, I just just it's one of my favorite photos of. Well, I'm glad that. I mean, I think it's a bit of a rather unfortunate one. But, uh, but if no, you like it, Sam, and if you want to hang no. this above your bed, then all no, be okay. it. That's that's you go for that. I mean, I mean, how often do you see eyebrows like like that going opposite ways? Okay, but anyway. Sam, uh, now that I know that you like the eyebrows, I'll make sure I keep mine in check. Now, you guys, what do you think will happen to the alliance now? Uh, I think it's beyond repair. I, th- I really think, but you I know, really I mean, legally, so. Renault still owns what forty-four percent or something—a big chunk of Nissan. You know, and Nissan owns yeah. only fifteen percent of Renault. But I mean, what? What? I mean, what's going to happen? Nothing will happen. They'll just have someone that will come in to replace Carlos that's going through, which I think has already happened, right? Hasn't yeah, it stepped yeah. through? And I think it'll change in a couple of years. And they'll move back through again. Okay, and this I really read is uh, Carlos is uh, Gon's lawyer in Japan. You know, because Car- he's still incarcerated. He's still you know sitting in a in a jail cell is uh, he asked his lawyers to bring him a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> thrillers. thrillers right? He's a big thriller fan. So if anyone out there has access to them, can you send one of my novels? Thanks. <laughs> what's what's your novel called? Why don't you just Amazon, oh. Amazon it, like deliver it oh, to Oh, I like, should. Maybe I should. Yeah. To his jail cell. Yeah, 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 yeah so. to his jail cell. Dear it's Carlos. Right. Yeah. Dear Carlos. Good seeing you again. <laughs> Wish it was at better times. Yeah. Love but Sam. But anyways, I, I think there's a lot of stuff going on under, you know, under the covers. I think, uh, uh, I think under They the say service. it's not a coup, but it smells like a coup. Yeah, right? and it I heard, really, you know, really Saika, who's, you know, the C, uh, CEO right now, the, uh, is uh, maybe kind of in trouble himself because, you know, he's, He's going to be involved in some way on this. That's what right. I, uh, one of the newspapers said. But it just seems uh, the timing of it seems weird too, because it's just when um, um, the French government was pressuring Carlos going to get these guys to merge, mm-hmm. and then Nissan really will not be be a Japanese company more. I mean, it would right. be part of Renault, and right. the Japanese board members from Nissan says, "No way, we cannot let that happen." Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. It just seems a little, little, little wishy. It, but, but it'll be interesting to see how it ends. I mean, yeah. I'm sure. This you know we're still in the middle of all this drama. Are you so. saying this in, this leads of this type of intrigue is also could be set for a motion picture? God, it could so be, couldn't it? Couldn't wow. it? Maybe yeah. Carlos could be watching himself. Yeah, I Hopefully know. Not or, from or reading itself. himself. He's yeah. reading, reading. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So so anyways, so we'll see what happens, and we'll see what happens to Mitsubishi too. So um, okay. it's, it's all weird though. It's just it's I, a little it, weird. How it it's just all weird. came out is really weird. It was like that. They yeah. boarded his jet when he came in. You know, I mean the the uh, and it looks the like police, the Japanese were working with a. All the Japanese guys at Nissan were working, yeah, like, yeah, kind of to, yeah. to, you know, trap them, you know. Seems, <laughs> I mean, and, you know, so, I mean, I hate to bring this up. And, um, and it's almost a racist thing. But, I mean, they said, would this happen? Would this would have if it was a Japanese CEO? So, you know, I mean, publications bringing it up. I can't say either way. I, I would think, I would hope not. But, you know, you just never know what's going on. I mean, yeah. there's some weird stuff going on. Well, there are a lot of Japanese, like, CEOs that get busted, yeah, too. Yeah, so, big time, you know, big time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't That's think true. it's a racist. I think it's, okay. uh, I, I think it just so- sounds like okay. a coup to me. Sounds fishy. Okay, yeah. so before I get into some of the uh, uh, talking points about this next car, which is the um, NSX. Acura and NSX, yeah. what do you guys think about the NSX? I do not see many NSXs on the road, um, uh, these new NSX on the road, here where I used to see a lot of, you know, the older NSXs, I see more R35s, Nissan R35s in this car. Uh, What do you think about it? Well, I was driving yesterday and one came past me bright red and I thought that looked fantastic. I wish I could see more of those on the road. I think the reason why you say you see more R35s is because the car's been out for 12 years. And pretty much if I was put in a lineup of seven of them and you told me the name which year was which, I would not be able to tell you the differences between any of them. Mm-hmm. So I think that by proxy that, but I think this with this only just really starting to sell like in numbers this year, that's why we're not seeing too many of it. Okay, and I think but that you like it. You I like it. it. I think it's yeah. a great car. I'd, I mean, I'd love Acura to let me have one for a week. So 
guys out there be listening, yeah. just <laughs> pop me the keys, be great. Yeah, we'll all share it. Yeah. But uh, would one be in your warehouse? Um, I think that, I mean, I think the wife likes it, so why not? Well, if the wife likes it, it has to be in the warehouse. Exactly. Uh-huh. So you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? I mean, yeah. I like the old one only because of the Ayrton Senna video. Where him doing oh, the heel yeah, and toe yeah, in, the sh- yeah, in his yeah. Gucci loafers, in his, in his, in his, his linen suit with the tassels. Yeah, yeah right? exactly. <laughs> so that's why I like that car. I don't. But that car and this car is quite different. different. No, completely just, different. Yeah, yeah. So the if they can, if they can the, get Ed and Senna to do the old heel and toe in this one, then I'm like, well, smitten. that's going to be hard to do. I mean, uh, he's dead tired <laughs> right now. He's <laughs> so, not doing much though, Sam. I mean, uh, he's just laying true. around. You could uh, say. Well, his uh, clone son oh, can do that. That's right. That's right. You haven't read the book. You got to read the book, James. Wh- which book should I read, uh, Sam? The, it's over there. The prototype by Sam Mitani. Oh, oh, wow, it's right there. It's right oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, it was a. It's a finalist for the 2018 Best Book Awards, which is over 2,000, 3,000 or so entries. So I beat out 80 percent of the. Uh, yeah, so not bad. It's not majestic. Bad. I'm not thank surprised. I, I'm clearly not surprised. I'm not surprised. Thank you. Thank you. But hey, but I'm an old school guy, so yeah. okay. I I prefer the the old NSX for sure. The Honda Honda okay, NSX so, uh, NSX R Type R to be well. Specific. The NSX is struggling in the U.S. Uh, it's not selling as as, as well. The well only as thing they Honda share with the old old NSX is the name. Yeah. Now Honda, there's rumors, and this if you uh, those NSX fans will realize that this NSX that uh, is up here right now is not the actual NSX that's out there right now. It's a little more, it's a little different, a little more sporty, and there are rumors that they are thinking of Honda's thinking of bringing uh, Type S zero or a Type R to the marketplace, just to kind of get get a little more excitement uh, going uh, and a little more pure than the mm-hmm. uh, race, you know, racier yeah. than the than the car right now. Now the Type R uh, will. Is rumored to be a road-going version of their uh, GT3 race car. Now, what's funny about that is the GT3 race car is uh, powered by a twin-turbocharged 3.5-liter V6, not a hybrid system. So, uh, you know, with plenty of lightweight components. So, I don't know how, you know, which way Honda's going to go with that. But, um, w- James, do you think Honda could? or let's say Acura, could use a Type S or a Type R in uh, with the NSX lineup like they did with the first, second? You know, no, uh, it's certainly. And, I mean, that's what Honda's obviously famous for is their Type R vehicles or the Type R variants. So I think they could certainly slide one into the lineup. Not a problem. Bring it in a little bit more. I mean, because when Honda do make the changes, especially in the past with the NSX, it's not really been that much of an increase in horsepower. It's been a little bit sliced and diced in the weight. So you could probably even, I think, still keep it hybrid. I like the idea of a hybrid mm. car. I'm all for modern technology in cars. The way forward. Well, if Ferrari's doing it, you know, I'm mm-hmm. sure. You yeah. know, I mean, why not, right? Exactly. I mean, so I like the idea of just slicing a little bit of weight out of it, taking off some of the things that, that you might not need, dropping down some of the components, making them a little bit sportier instead of a little bit more cushionier, and then just keeping it like that and being as a Type R. Why not? Why not? How about you? Definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you're like the first. I, I'm a big I, I, fan of the I'm first big generation. I'm a fan of the NSX. first generation. I love yeah, the Type S zero. I love the Type R. So yeah. you so, too. Yeah, I think so. You know, uh, how like, much? How, uh, I, I think the um, NSX right now goes for what one, one ten, one twenty, somewhere around there, right? Um, I think it should how, uh, where, ten ten thousand more. Ten thousand dollars more. I don't know if that's going to be possible. Yeah, it, it would be. It's like going to be no, a little more. Right? more no, no. Well, I'm just saying. All I'm looking for is just a l- different interior, a d- new color. Yeah, but if mm-hmm. it's based on a GT3, it's like. A no, no, no. That's so. I'm. Though. I'm saying no. Oh, I'm saying just a, keep it the hybrid. Yeah, so that's like a Type S though. That would be like a Type S. I, th- I, I don't think they can go to a non-hybrid car I don't for the think road. So. The Type R would be, uh, you know, based on the GT3. It wouldn't be. No, wouldn't I, I be don't. I, I think it'd be it difficult for like, them to meet the emissions. Would, wait, wait. But that said, I would really be intrigued by a non-hybrid NSX. Oh, of course. But I think I, I think it's the difficult of the obviously the emissions standards that they've got to withhold to. So I think that's the one that's, that's going to play the big part. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Sure, yeah. But I still like the idea of just to take what 200 pounds out of the car yeah lean and mean lean and meaner well you, suspension you, you take out the battery every two <laughs> yeah. no no th- well yeah so take out 200 200 or so pounds out of the car put a nice wing on the back new color sportier color put yeah. everything alcantara on the inside so it's like as you Different expect wheels bigger wheels yeah. or something you know just yeah some black take out wheels. all the luxury you know yeah amenities off that you don't really need that much shave now off some uh weight. here's the question now let's say they do come up with let's say a type s zero or a type r mm-hmm. right and the way you described it james 
would you buy that car? Let's say if it's twenty, thirty thousand dollars more. Would yes. you buy that car over the normal definitely. car? Definitely. I would too. Yeah, I would, would too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, definitely. Me too. So I think we all agree they could use a little spruced up. Spruced up, yeah, just to kinda of save sure. you know, just to kind of bring the image back of the because uh, you know, to me it's kind bring of bring back the racing heritage. Yeah. I mean they introduced the Civic Type R here. The type R name is right. already like they're trying to establish the brand. Why not an NSX type R? I think the NS yeah, I think the NSX could use a little more. Uh, marketing yeah yeah and i think especially for example if i know that obviously things are changing around in these new racing series if they're introduced into uh put a car into a new racing series like formula e maybe it's time to introduce your new mm. uh car that you have the top of the line supercar for the road with the same one try and bring it in line yeah who knows yeah. it could be a pure all electric car at some point well the right? jaguar they um the i-pace they have we'll a, about that later. they have well they have a right. uh, one they have a spec series that opens right. up for the formula e Oh really? Yeah, they're yes. they're like racing like I all electric. Like a, it's SUV though. Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's all electric, so it's still yeah. got the performance oh, there. Yeah, so, yeah. okay. Maybe one of us has driven and they can talk a little bit more about it. Maybe some. Yeah, maybe, maybe we will. But before second. before that, maybe we'll talk about <laughs> Lexus's LS five hundred, which James had the pleasure of driving not too long ago. Yeah, I had it for a week for a trip out to Las Vegas for SEMA. Well, tell us. Uh, all about it and then at the end you tell me it's a thumbs up thumbs down oh no it's a thumbs up from the start i think any car that comes with all-round massaging seats i think that is a thumbs up i could use that for my back today oh so what happened with your back sam we ever going to get to the bottom of this i was carrying something okay Okay. so all around mean all 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 four seats back and four seats all four 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 seats nice i mean it was incredibly comfortable um it the I will say it was rather, I didn't put press the loud pedal too much, mm-hmm. uh, but if I wanted to press the loud pedal at 460 horsepower or something, it's got plus change, I think it is. I mean, it's very, very quick, mm-hmm. but it was just as easy just to sit, cruise, very comfortable, very luxurious. I mean, I, there was more ways to move that seat around than I could ever imagine. I could have spent a week just trying to figure out my, I needed a posture expert to come in <laughs> to talk to you about that. So it was a great car, lots of room, mm-hmm. quiet, all you can ask for. Um, How many horsepower? Does it 464, I think oh. it is. Which is plenty on that. Plenty. Uh, what do you think I, of the new um, styling, the new uh, take? Because, you know, the old LS has always used to be like a three-box kind of a executive you know, car. This one, a little, little more sporty. Yeah, well, it, it, keeps, back it keep, keeps in line with the grill as well, which I think mm-hmm. is some people love or hate the grill right. at the front. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's. I thought it was a good, good-looking car. I like the the headlights. It's it sort of falls in line with the other makes and models in the in the series of cars they do. I mean, I thought it was a really enjoyable car. We tooted around with four, with me and three other people in for some time. That's great. Someone wasn't in the back. The yeah, back seats are pretty much made for. It's presidents show first. I mean, it's an ideal show for car. If, if anyone's it picking reclines, it, right? the back seats, yes, right? yeah. they've got the like the extra leg room as well, so you uh, can stretch as far nice. out as you want. It's like the, what I think they call it airline seating, is like what a, it is. Like a lazy boy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not quite where the one with the, the footrest the comes out. Footrest doesn't come out. There's no. more than enough room than you could ever imagine oh, really? there. Yeah. And this is an LS, which is which have been powered by V8s. Mm-hmm. All of them. This is a V6 turbocharged. Any problems with any shortcomings? No, none at all. Like I quiet, said, quiet. Everything's good. Huh? It was quiet till you press the loud pedal, and then it, it went through. Okay. So. Thumbs Huge up. Huge thumbs up. Two thumbs up. And in two fact, my up. two guests in the back, would they give it thumbs up and feet up too when they were laid back right, and so reclined got, out so there. So we got a lot of digits that are up. Yeah. There. I mean, I will say, obviously, the $125,000 to purchase the car is always the stumbling block. But if I had that, why not? Is that what it is right yeah. now? Ooh. So the hybrid would be even more. I think it. I think it's like not too much more. I think mm-hmm. it's very similar in price. Okay. Now, would it be comfortable to drive around in the city as well not just like cruising on the highway no it was it was great driving yeah. around here in los angeles really? it was perfect no, no. Yeah. Uh, does it have like parking assist and everything it has every everything has every every and yeah, yeah i think itself. it can self-park as well yeah okay well i gotta come clean i do do work with lexus a little bit so i'm gonna hold my uh, you know my uh, judgment you know of the car you don't want to get in trouble with christine she'll get you we'll no, be in I trouble okay i do not but uh and then Taro, you uh, recently drove the Jaguar I-Pace. Um, yes, well, the all-electric I-Pace. Little, uh, yeah, I mean it's um, a little that. bit confusing because it's the I-Pace, although it's all-electric. It's an EV, and they have a car called the E-Pace, uh, the SUV. Right. So let's not get that confused. Mm-hmm. Um, the I-Pace is like um, it's it's their first all-electric car. I think it's going to come out somewhere around low forties high 30s 
Um, but you know, I had a chance to drive it around, take it around a little little course that they had um, in, in Santa Monica at the uh, at the hangars mm-hmm. over there. Um, it, was, it was it was really good. It was very comfortable. Um, no, like you know, weird braking, no weird acceleration. It felt like a, a, a regular car, really. Quiet, of course. It's very be quiet. quiet but yeah. I mean, is it too quiet? No, no, no. no. Okay. no it's not. How, what do you mean too quiet? Like, well, you know, I mean, some people like, miss the like no know, feedback. Well, like, yeah, some yeah. people, you know, I mean, uh, some people miss the you know the an engine noise, an exhaust note, yeah. you know, instead of just a wee. I, see, I I'd rather have an exhaust note, but I don't know. yeah, I, I mean, mean af- afterwards, you, you know, I I I drove the uh, the F type, and then you know, it's like of course, felt yeah. awesome but driving the, it. But which F type did you drive? The convertible or the um, no, the uh, the was it the four cylinder, the, the six cylinder, or the eight cylinder, the six cylinder. Because right. I mean, they all sound great. The six cylinder supercharged one. Yeah, yeah, it was it was awesome. Yeah, even know. the four <laughs> cylinder one is a fantastic car. Just the sound, great looking car. Sound, yeah. just the crackle that it gives you at the right. when you pop up the exhaust. Yeah. So good. And what I, you know, after because I drove the 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 I pace first, I mm-hmm. got into the the um, the F type and got into an you know gunned in yeah. you know and the, the, the supercharger with the electric kicked you know, in electric motor yeah but it's, it's, it's completely different yeah yeah because <laughs> well, it's more you get the oral sensation with yeah, the f-type right that's yeah true. that's that's, the, that's my, that was my physical thing, yeah. sensation of exactly you what what kind of range is that 120 miles or so mm-hmm. 25 okay. yeah, yeah. It, not something not, you could take to like vegas but no uh, but but commuting is fine you know yeah, like some cars yeah. like i was talking to to chris here you know, he, he has to plug his car in at the parking lot every day, right. you know, because mm-hmm. he lives way out in Chino. So, right. yeah. yeah. So he, he can't go back and forth mm-hmm. without charging here. Mm-hmm. But okay. w- but the, then, for the, example, my wife and I, we have the Fiat 500E. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you do, yeah. And so we'll go two days because she only drives to and from work, which is a couple of miles, and then we just charge her every second day. That's about, what, 80 miles? 80 miles, yeah. 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 The, I mean, the longest she went for in a day was she went and drove it down to from our place in Hollywood down to Disneyland and then came back in the day. Wow. On one charge? On one charge. Oh, that's pretty that's impressive. impressive. I mean, it was that obviously... really I, impressive. I think that it, we got a AC bit... AC was off. Yeah. yeah. So the AC, <laughs> it was... A, she left cold in the morning. It was cool, so that was okay. And then coming yeah. back, she also left it off just for the worry. But then she went right. back yeah, and... Range anxiety, some, yeah. It, there was the range anxiety, but mm-hmm. it wasn't... It didn't go into like the tortoise mode mm-hmm. where it cuts out, so she was still out of there. So yeah, okay. it was very... Still, it was still, adventurous. Yeah, but it was... The batteries were pretty... was said 70 miles, because I think it was 68 miles there, and it went down 70. Wow. So... It was pretty spot on. And what it, made it, her risk being stuck in doing that? Well, she she's a risk taker, Sam. Like yourself, she had to. She had to. So, and there was uh, my taken our other car because I was out working for the day, but she was desperate to go to Disneyland for the day. Okay. Mm. And it just so happened that's that's what the car she took. And she it, was awesome. she did look into doing the charging because they had that at Disney, mm-hmm. but then when she got there and realized that you had to then go back and move it to a different garage oh. to then plug it in, she was like, "Well, I don't want to leave Disney. Mickey's yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goofy's yeah. there. Yeah. Donald's there." I don't, I don't, I can't leave these people. And how long does it take to fully charge at home? Uh, so we've only got it running out in the 110. Okay. Right. So we just overnight, uh, yeah. yeah. So it takes yeah. 12, like 13 hours, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like yeah. eight hours, I think, for full okay. charge. But I mean, it, to be honest, if we really were, if I was commuting a long distance each day, mm-hmm. it's $1,500 because we had to cord it out to put the, to make the conversion over 240 volts and mm-hmm. that charges it in four hours. Yeah. So it's really, and I, I mean, I will say this, touch wood, since my wife's driving at home probably right now best car we've ever had very little maintenance no problems with it only problem we had was when someone liked it so not much they ran into yeah, it not too many people say that about fiat so i know yeah, so i mean it's, it uh, runs well, like a dream don't have to go to the petrol station there's been very true. little yeah. cost in the aftermath we bought it second hand so it was incredibly cheap Wow. And do you still get the rebates when you buy it second, second no. end? You don't get anything back. No, you? you get nothing. <laughs> you get nothing for buying yeah. it. I think that with EVs is that once you, you know, cross over, you know, and, and get over the anxiety, you, you love them, right? Yeah, so, well, it's just the practicality. I yeah. mean, we, she drives 11 miles as her commute every day. It used to be 22 miles. So now it's the same. It's yeah. just easy. You don't have to go to the gas station. You just yeah. plug it in at home. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it unless you want to go to, go to Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that's when you get concerned. Uh, I think we're going to be talking about more EVs. There's lots yeah. of stuff coming out I'm, in the next couple. That's the thing, you know, with the with weeks. the with the E Pace too. I mean, it drives like a regular car. It has, yeah. has all the and, you know Jaguar, yeah. closer, you and, know, comfort, and it, it looks great. It's a great looking car. And I mean, I've got the Toyota R Triple Eight R's on the Fiat Five Hundred, so it really is. <laughs> you <laughs> could throw it into the corners pretty easily. Pretty good there. Yeah. Well, the tires are 
worth more than the car. No, I'm just joking. It's a, but it's pretty a close. EV. Yeah, I know. But, but no, I mean, it's oh. putting the putting the uh, the sticky tires on helped it immediately because it was always spin the wheels because there was so much torque. And oh, the tires yeah. that give you right, right. are not the best because obviously, well, as you say, it's cheap. Are, and those are probably more for uh, without rolling resistance, right? To get better. Probably. So they're not yeah. going to be that grippy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. hence putting the Toyota yeah. triple, uh, 888Rs on, very, very grippy. Okay. And so if you do want to surprise someone with the how fast an electric vehicle can go, then that is... It's a great solution. It's nice, easy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, they took they let us drive this thing on the uh, on a little um, like an autocross co course mm -hmm. in in the in, um, out in the airport, and it was great. Like mm -hmm. great handling, you know, turn quick turning. Is the up face no. um, all wheel drive? Uh, no, I don't think so. Rear wheel. Yeah. Yeah. So it's on the rear wheel drive platform. I see. Okay, I think uh, that wraps it up from my end. Anything you guys want to add? Well, Sam, I just. Just so that people know these things. <laughs> did you write a book? Actually, I did. Oh, yeah, actually, what's it called, did. Sam? Where can we find that book? It's called The Prototype, and it's on Amazon. Thank you, James, for asking. Well, you think I was going to ask about something else, Sam? Is that <laughs> well, what you thought you wanted? No, we're going to, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking you could ask him something else. That would make a nice story <laughs> like, at some Whoa. point, too. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe if someone, if we get enough people ask what happened to your back, Sam, on the next podcast we can go into a little more detail how does that sound I, I, okay yeah. if Maybe. enough people ask how yeah. many is enough people tara you be the uh, the judge on this two i think no. that's a very good <laughs> two is enough two <laughs> is more than enough people. let's say let's say 10 okay so ten? okay 10 okay. people all right. all right 10 people gt yeah. channel fans you want to ask these things because it is a and we'll have no one cares and i hope you guys i hope no one cares no one cares what happened to my back so but, so I guess that well, that's it for me. I've got nothing else to talk about. Awesome. For, uh, what is it? Taro? No, I was gonna say something, but no, it's okay. Because I messed up. No, it's okay. Okay. Well, yep. Taro, you. Uh, well, I was gonna you're say closing. that. Could, well, before we go, I wanted to give a shout out to our guest who's been very quiet through the oh, whole thing. Oh my goodness! Yeah. You yes. can find Kiwi at Kaiju Kiwi on Instagram. Oh yeah. And if they want to talk to me and follow me, they can always follow me at Breaking No Breaking yes. on Instagram. Course. which no i was a guest on fantastic stuff and i try to listen every time but i missed a couple so I'll, but i can always go back and you certainly can do that with that that is the technology and they have that ability exactly. with podcast so yeah you can find us at no breaking on the podcast on the world wide web out there mm -hmm. or at no break on instagram at no breaking on facebook and uh, kaiju kiwi's uh, instagram account is at kaiju kiwi all one word k-a-i-j-u-k-i-w-i how many followers does Kaiju I think Kiwi. she's uh, not too many, not enough. Not uh, she's deserved well more. We haven't been posting too many photos okay, well. because she's been a bit down about the numbers. Oh, so okay. with you guys follow, <laughs> though the numbers, the photos will go I back will up. Follow. I think I think um, our dog is still uh, beating uh, Kaiju Kiwi uh, by quite a quite a sizable amount. How many followers amount. does your dog have? He has like six thousand. What people? Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, so it's more than me. Bodhi, Bodhi, LA dog, at Bodhi, LA dog is my, my I think dog. that's next time we're going to have to have both of them in here. A dog, yeah. dog well, Instagram. Well, I have a dog too. So. Well, they bring yeah. all oh, three. Yeah. Sakura, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Sakura? Sakura-chan. Yeah. Sakura oh, it's, yeah, yeah 6,625. My go. dog doesn't have an Instagram account. See? Yeah. Yeah. So you got to start there. Well, she doesn't can. know how to use my phone yet. Bodhi so. underbar LA dog is, is uh, Bodhi. There you go. Okay. There you go. All right. Well, are we good? I'm good. Are we good? Okay. So uh, broadcasting, not live from Biz House and El Segundo. This was uh, GT Channel's podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Taro Koki, Sam Mitani, and James Macchioni. Thank you so much.